Okay, I feel like a fucking hard-boiled egg, dude. Ah! Alright, welcome back everybody to episode 24 of Fuck You, He's My Dad, starring your hosts, Jonah Nelson, and Jonah Nelson, back to you with another episode <laughs> of Fuck You, He's My Dad. Now in Technicolor. And we've been rolling for like 20 minutes, but we just haven't done it. say, what does that actually say? Because I need to know. 17? Does that say 17? That's a 17. We've been yeah. rolling for 17 minutes, and we just now did the intro. That was weird. We both went, ah, at the same time. <laughs> hey, what's new, everybody? Um, You know, it's been a couple weeks since the last episode. Just Not I'd... much has really happened, actually. But what about the people? Do you think that anything fun has happened with the people? They never comment, but I'll ask for... For you guys, uh, if anything fun has happened to you in the last two weeks, please email us at fuckyouheismydad at gmail.com, but instead of the you, it's a period. Or you can comment on Podbean. Or literally anything else. Tweet at us at our Twitter that doesn't exist, that I'm too lazy to manage because I don't even use my own Twitter. You have a Twitter? Yeah, I use it because every band I'm into like first updates Twitter, like, oh yeah, new album, like nowhere else. So it's just that's the like only reason I have a Twitter. Like I didn't find out that Neil Cicerigo released uh, "I Am Become Christmas" on vinyl until like a month after, because I didn't have a Twitter and he only announced it on Twitter. Um. So yeah, I follow him on Twitter now with notifications turned on. Is he doing anything, Neil Cicerigo? Uh, he's a dad. Well, I know, but I mean, like, is he doing anything else? Oh, uh, we don't know. Doesn't he have that Patreon where he's supposed to be making shorts? Yeah, and he still does stuff. So they still do that? Yeah, I think so. They're still doing shorts. I want to support him and Jack Stauber on Patreon, but I'm broke. And by broke, I mean I'm not broke, but I'm scared to commit money to things. Jack Stauber is my age. Yeah. And is a prodigy. And Neil Cesariga is like... 30. Like 33. Yeah. And it's weird because he looks like he's like... Your 12, age. yeah. Not fair. Not fair. Fuck all these... Fuck you, talented people. If you're talented at things, fuck you. <laughs> Doing all this cool shit, making me look bad. Yeah, come on. Fucking... <laughs> what, what are the rest of us supposed to do, huh? <laughs> it's like uh, Eustace. He's like, stupid dog. You made me look bad. Booga, booga, booga. It's the best. God, that show was... Fucking terrifying. So good. I rewatched the first episode, and it's when they go to the Cats Motel. Oh. Oh, and there's giant spiders. It just has, like, the right blend of terrifying and funny. Yeah, but then there's, like, the you're not perfect. And that thing, like... Like, you'd, you'd be fall asleep watching TV, and then you'd wake <laughs> up in the middle of the night, and that episode would be on... And then you couldn't tell if it was your brain fucking with you or the show. Yeah. That show was fucked. 
Do it show I don't even fucking remember at all. What? Codename Kid Next Door. Just one kid. I remember the movie where they all turned into zombies. Uh, it gave me a lot of anxiety. I did not like yeah, it. Yeah, zombies are scary. They're very scary. They still are for whatever reason. Yeah. I'm still scared of zombies. God, fucking. What's weird, though, is I feel like I'm more scared of the zombie media that scared me as a child than new zombie media. Like, I can watch new zombie movies and not care. I think The Last of Us was, like, the last one that was, like, really cool. And, like, still scary. What about, um, that, uh, um, yeah, you're right. What? I, I don't, I don't, I, it's, <laughs> Trying to think of good zombie anything. Oh, Dead Space. Dead Space Dead was really Space good. Was cool, but also like I don't know what the fuck is going on in it. It's it's not. Is it zombies? Kind of. Are they? It's like there's this thing called the marker that makes people crazy and makes them kill themselves. I don't. I don't remember if they like synthesized like a like an actual virus that this is, or if it's just like. People went crazy and started killing themselves, and then the dead bodies turned into necromorphs. So the whole vibe is if you die, you become a necromorph. But then, like, what is a necromorph? Isn't it, like, some kind of, like, parasite? It's, like, a weird parasite thing. That's what like, those... How did the parasite get these, on the ship? It's from the marker. They unburied this big, weird, red artifact. Yeah, but I thought that wasn't the parasite. That just made you go insane. Made you go insane to kill yourself. And then where did the parasites come from? I think, like, just the like, I think it's just, things, like, weird bird yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I think it just, like, mutates your body. Like, I think it was just, like, this weird frequency that, like, fucked with everybody. You could look into it because there's lore for all of it. Like, people have, yeah, like... Yeah, there's, like, books and stuff in that weird game for the Wii where it's, like, an on-rail shooter. Yeah. No. And there was a puzzle game, actually, on the Xbox Live Marketplace. Huh. That was, uh, you know, a stupid, shitty puzzle game. But told the story of the guy who you meet in Dead Space 2 at the very beginning. Have you ever seen the introduction to Dead Space 2? No. I'm going to tell you it because we're doing a podcast and that sounds better. Wait, what are we doing? Uh, Power within. <laughs> yeah. What is that from? That's from SpongeBob. When he's going to like the karate tower. Oh, you're right. The power, power within. Yeah. The, the power, power within. I don't know. Wait, before I forget what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah, Dead Space 2. Dead Space 2 opens up. You're Isaac Clark. After the events of the first game, you're back on like a populated, like normal place. Yeah, is but, that like a weird like city thing now? Yeah, it's like a weird city space station thing. Uh, but you're like certifiably insane. So they like put you in a straight jacket and shit. Um, because you keep talking about the marker and like necromorphs and all this shit, and people yeah, are like, no, "This like, guy's okay, crazy." What the fuck? Uh, and then so the game literally starts off. You're sitting there, and this dude comes in. He's like, "I think I found him," and he's like, "Oh my god, it is you! It's Isaac Clark!" And then he like starts getting you. Up. He's like, "We got to get these bandages off of you. We got to get out of here. Shit's going crazy." And then as he's doing that, this fucking tentacle thing comes and attaches onto his back and shoots this fucking spike through the back of his head. And then instantly mutates him into a necromorph right in front of your fucking face. And you're in a straitjacket. So you headbutt him and he falls backwards. And the first like five minutes of the game, you are absolutely defenseless running from a bunch of necromorphs because you're in a straitjacket. It's so fucking cool. 
But that guy who has maybe 15 seconds of screen time in the game is the main protagonist of this whole puzzle game. It's about you trying to find Isaac Clark and get there while the necromorph breakout is happening. And then you get to him and immediately <laughs> die. Immediately die. Huh. Immediately die. Oh, I thought I'd give you all an update about uh, Craig's cyborg surgery. He oh, actually right. went all the way through and now he is a fully functioning robot. Yeah, he's a... No more human, just... The brain. But what would you call that? Like an android? I think it, because the thing is, if you take the brain and put it into a robot body, does it? Is it a cyborg? Yeah, because I think you're still using human parts. Yeah, like using, I guess it's like not using like a process. He like transferred anything. his consciousness onto. So you? I guess he's still a cyborg, but he's in a fully mechanical body. It's just the brain. Okay, question mark. If you transfer your consciousness from your human body to the robot, do you think the robot consciousness is the same consciousness you have? So like, if they were to take it out of you, perceivably, like whatever that would be, and put it into a robot, do you think that's actually you, or do you think it's just a perfect copy of you? So you Putting die. Put our conscious into the robot. Yeah. Okay, so the thing is, the game Soma goes very heavy into this topic, and it's really fucking cool. I played Soma for about 35 minutes, and then I got scared. It's like 18 hours. Oh my god. But it has such a fucking cool story, and it's like storytelling. It's like it's a story that I've never seen before. I could fucking explain some of the cool stuff, but the whole gist of it is that um, there's like a big meteor that wiped out most of humanity, so then there's the uh, people underwater, and they're like the only surviving thing, but the thing is their underwater base is going to fucking collapse at some point, and then all of humanity is going to be dead because they're like the last 50 people of the human race. Mm-hmm. But like back in 2015, your guy gets a fucking CAT scan or something, and then because he got in a car accident or something, and all of a sudden when you go in for the like the second scan, you wake up and you're in the middle of the fucking ocean hell robot apocalypse where there's all these robots being like hey i'm human fucking kill me and you're like this is scary <laughs> but the whole thing is that it took your conscious from the your brain scan and then later on this is like takes place like 200 years in the future they found it as a sample and just been using it as like the default for robots oh weird so then the thing is is that when they scanned your consciousness, it was a coin flip of if like it wasn't you turn off your original body and then you wake up in the robot body. It's that's your current conscious goes to the robot body. So it's like a different timeline. So the you that got brain scanned is still alive and functioning and lived out their whole life hundreds of years ago. But then you are just have that same conscious, but like 200 years later. And then it's like there's a part where you you don't have the right suit because the thing is your character is just an amalgamation of technical parts and like this weird black goop that's fucking creepy and cool. But then you have to go and build yourself a new body and then transfer your conscious into that, but it leaves your old you still alive. So it's like do you kill them or do you let them live their their suffer? But it's the person you were just playing as. You saw everything they go through. So it just makes another copy of you. And it's like, do you kill them and, like, remove them from this, or do you do this? But the whole gist is that they're trying to build a satellite to go and put all of uh, everyone's, like, every human's conscious on, and then fucking shoot it into space, and then it just is, like, a simulated world. So then humanity can, like, live on, quote-unquote. But then at the very end of the game, you do launch off the satellite and stuff, but then you're like, 
wait, what happened? Why aren't I there? And it's like, oh, no, you're there. It's just you missed the coin toss. You're stuck in this robot hell and are going to die. And it's like, oh, cool. But you succeeded. But it's like, did you? And it's so fucking cool. Like Weird. Robot consciousness. And there's some really creepy shit because the whole thing is that they made this AI where its whole thing was like, hey, <laughs> your one goal is to save humanity no matter the fucking cost. So what it did is it's made its own version of the satellite and is forcibly taking people and hooking them up into it and then not letting them die by, like, replacing their parts with robot parts, like lungs to breathe for them and, like, feeding them, like, weird fucking bio-created fuel. And it's, like, keeping these, like, husks alive while then implanting them into, like, its own version of, like, the mass world but it's like you can see like humans like fucking wired into the walls like fucking robot parts stabbed into them to keep them alive and then you can like hear like whispers of like what's going on in their mind when you're near them and it's fucking whack it's that's wild yeah i bought that game a long time ago yeah when did the f- that game came out in, like 2012 right or like, like 2014 yeah but it's like and i feel like it was really slept on because uh-huh. everyone was like, probably around then, like people were like moving on, like oh, alien isolation and all Who this. Who made Soma? The, the people that made Amnesia. Okay, it was like that original team, because they made like the machine for pigs or whatever. But I but never. They really didn't make that. That was um a different company. That's what I thought. Yeah, because the machine for pigs is not the same as Amnesia. It's yeah. a completely different game. But honestly, I didn't think Amnesia was that cool. I played through it. It was fine. And like you see it, but it's like not that Did interesting. You? Like it feels like. The stuff had already been done before, kind of. It just executed it well. Yeah. Did you ever play Penumbra or those I did games? Not. Penumbra is really cool. You're is like, that like the snow one. Yeah. Well, okay. So I don't remember. There's a lot of Penumbras. I think there's two or three. And the one that I maybe there's just two. Um, I the one I played was you get like a letter from somebody and you're like going on an expedition or like maybe you're going to go meet somebody. I don't remember. The point is, is you're on a boat. I think you get lost out in the snow and you're going to freeze to death. And then as in like in your hurrying of like trying to get out of the fucking freezing cold, you find like this hatch frozen in the snow. So you like break the ice off and open it up and get in there. And then it's just like this weird fucked up terrifying place full of like dogs and mutant zombies and shit. Cool. It's fucking wild. The people, the amnesia people, got really big because of amnesia, but they have a lot of cool ideas. They do a lot of cool, yeah. fucked up shit. And it's like, because I feel like amnesia was more of like a. It's fine. It had like good gameplay, but yeah. I felt like nothing was really happening like in the lore and stuff. But like, well, so there's a lot of story when you. Yeah, but it's like a story you where you have amnesia. to like read through the text and stuff. It's not like directly told to you, except yeah. for like, oh, main bad guy did the monster stuff. Oh, monsters. But, like, the whole thing about Soma is it's scary because of the world. Yeah. And the building, like, yeah, the monsters are fucking making freaky sounds and chasing you, but it's scary because it's also, like, how they are. Like, they are human and, like, like fucked up and trying to, like, do uh, It's icky and it's gross. And it reminds me of this other horror game that I really liked. It was, like, this indie horror game. I forget what it's called, but the whole gist is that you're driving on a snowy road and your car runs out of gas. You know, it's super original. 
So then you're walking and you find this big ass old empty house and you're like, I'm not, I'm going to fucking freeze to death if I don't go in here. So you go in there and you're like surviving and you're doing stuff. And then you notice like, as you're like staying here, like a day in that, like stuff has been moved, like a door is closed that wasn't closed before. And like stuff where it's like, Oh, this was knocked over. Or like, Hey, where did this one item go? And then in, you wake up in the middle of the night to, like, hear this, like, howling, but, like, human, like, more, like, scream howling. And you're like, what the fuck's going on? So you go and you investigate it, and you discover, oh, there's a fucking basement. Of course there's a basement. So you go down into the basement, and you find, like, this door, like, this giant fucking metal door. And you're like, okay, that's scary. And it has, like, an electronic combination lock on it. And it's like... There's fucking power in this place. So then you're like, okay, I'm going to go figure out how to turn on the power. So you go turn on the power and you do all that stuff. But then the whole thing is that. I know you got some good shit going. Um, Sorry. Now we're popping our fingers. Uh, mm, uh, So you go and you turn on the power and then you go down and you can hear like banging on the fucking door. And then all of a sudden, like the door fucking bashes down and then you wake up from a fucking dream and you're like, Okay, what the fuck's going on? So you go down and you find the door has been bashed down. You're like, was that a dream? And it felt just like kind of like a cop out kind of thing. But like you go through and you read the letters about this dude that was um, working on this weird project where he was trying to like enhance humans to become beyond cool. And so then what he was doing... You were going to be so fucking rad later. (laughs) So then he talks about how he broke into this hospital to go and steal all the supplies, but then ended up also kidnapping a nurse. So then you go, and he was performing experiments on the nurse, and then there's this big fucking horrifying monster thing that looks like almost human chasing you down during the whole thing. And you're like, okay, that's big scary nurse. But then it goes and it turns out, no, that's the scientist, because he accidentally did something to himself that then made him turn into a monster. And then you find the nurses fucked up corpse later, mm-hmm. but you find out like he had like this whole thing. And like the whole cool thing is like, Oh, that was actually the scientist. And you go through and you go through his lab and there's like a bunch of fucked up dead bodies and all that stuff. And I forget what it's called, but it's cool. Weird. I mean, it also has something to do with like penumbra. There's a lot of, it was like a phase, especially for like indie games. Like, what do we call our horror game made in tw- 2011? Let's call it Pumba Dum Dum. I like it. <laughs> this one's going to be called Echo's Lost Cry Chemical X. Look how cute that cat is. She looks like a fucking turkey. A cute turkey. Or a dick. Oh, cute dick. <laughs> um. Ah. <gasps> I'd like to take this time to say thanks for listening. This is a podcast that me and Andrew do Andrew all and the time. All the time. It's nonstop, day in, day I out. We clock in, here for we like clock out. We're month. doing the podcast. We've been talking, we've been eating, we've been shitting, we be sleeping. Baby, let me tell you one the scoop because we're fucking working. We're fucking doing the podcast all the fucking time, non fucking stop we do this for you you stupid bitch (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry (laughs) no so I went to a thrift store and I bought this game called screwball scramble (laughs) 
um, which I had Andrew play before we started recording the podcast. Uh, and it's like in this big box, it looks super fucking old. Someone took a big Sharpie and wrote like Christmas decorations all over it. Like literally the word Christmas decorations. Open it up and it's like this weird little green piece. Of, I'm looking at it right now so I can describe it in immense detail. But it's like a little marble maze where like you have a bunch of buttons that you I push say and like maze, switches. It's an obstacle course. It is, yeah, it is more like a marble obstacle course. Every time I look it up though, people say marble maze, and it's like it's not really a maze. There's one obvious way to go. Yeah, it's There's weird. One maze part, kind of. Anyway, but you like lead this little marble around, and then if you like drop it or like it, you fuck up, then you have to restart from the very beginning. <sighs> from the very beginning. But I didn't do that. I cheated. Well, no, you just had to feel it out. I can beat it. It does. It takes me a while, but a uh, super weird, fun game that I found at the thrift store for like two dollars. Do I found it at the thrift store just today? A Pikachu. No, I found a fifty-dollar brand new Nerf gun for six dollars. Wow! It's fully functioning. It has like a fucking drum mag. It's rapid fire, and it's cool. And I'm probably gonna turn it into some kind of weird prop. But like, how old are you? Just kidding. I'm not shaming. Six dollars. <laughs> Listen. Listen, my it's brothers. It's so fucking cheap. So you're going to get the Nerf gun for a prop? I already have two. I just got to turn them into props now. Oh, so you already bought it then. Yeah. Nice. Because it's so cheap. Like buying a new Nerf gun is so expensive. It's like $80 sometimes. Yeah. And this was literally like one of those $80 ones, but I got it for six. No. It's not even $10. That's so fucking cheap. Sometimes I go to the thrift store and I look at the video games that they have there, and I'm like, this isn't... This, you're charging all so just much fucking for this. scratched to shit, too. Oh, they're all a bunch of fucked up games, and then the nice ones that they have, they're like, this is $45. And it's like, no. Although someone at that youth ranch by your house has uh, started... Um, they, they hired somebody who knows something about video games because now their video games cost an amount that makes sense and also they're all just scratched to shit i bought super mario sunshine from there and it worked oh nice i bought it for like 25 bucks which is a steal because that's like a 55 dollar game yeah and it for it being functioning that's great i know i really want luigi's mansion on the gamecube but that's like an 85 dollar endeavor for chibi robo that game's cute i already have chibi robo yeah, it's a you little baby fucking robot bitch yeah, I like Chibi Robo. You clean stuff for your family, and everyone's like, That sounded like Undertale. <laughs> no, it sounds like Star Fox. Shut up. It sounds exactly like Star Fox. I'm the fucking impersonator. Oh, I can also do Sinistar. Run, coward. Be where I live. <laughs> you could put like the fucking weird. Right. <laughs> yeah, thing I could on like. It. I could straight up do it. Yo, I bet y'all thought that was like a fucking sound clip. No, that's actually Jonah. That's my fucking f- frog friend, Philip. He did that. That was like. Is it still an alliteration if you do like F's within a PH in the middle? I, I think it's more about the sound of the word than. I mean, like, maybe a technical alliteration. It has to be the same letter. But also, what if it's just Philip with an F? I mean, teach their own, I guess. <laughs> if you name your son or daughter Philip with, with an, an F, F, 
I'll kill them. <laughs> Your kid's fucking dead, you piece of shit. You hear me? Who would even fucking? I just bought a six dollar Nerf gun. I'm gonna fucking kill your child. There's one thing I want to talk about at some point once we get Colin back for an episode, Aww, and it's Colin. aliens. Aliens, like actual aliens, or like the movie Aliens. Actual aliens. Oh, okay, because cool. I know Colin's scared of aliens. Every, let's be honest, everyone's scared of aliens. But like, oh my god. I don't. I don't know if you're ready for me to switch topics. Fucking go for it. I, the thing is, I want to talk about this topic, but we got to wait for Colin. Well, I'm going to talk about my YouTube feed for a second. Okay. So, for whatever reason, one YouTube time ago, I was like, "Oh, I'm going to, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch like a like they, they they have a bunch of YouTube channels that just have like scary movie clips or just like movie clips in general. So I watch one of them, and then it's like, "Oh, you should watch the scary movie clip." I'm like, "Okay, yeah, sure, I'll watch a scary movie clip." Because it's like nine or ten clips out of the movie from like near the beginning to the very end. Uh, And there's this movie called Fire in the Sky. You're not even listening. What the fuck are you doing? Sorry, I'm checking my YouTube feed to see because I remember that I saw something weird that I want to talk about now. Yeah, something weird and creepy. Point is, is there's this movie called Fire in the Sky that is about people being abducted by aliens. And literally the one thing that consistently comes up in my YouTube feed, and I hate the thumbnail, is there's this really terrifying uh, like autopsy scene where he's abducted by aliens and they do a bunch of fucked up weird shit to him. And he has like this weird like goopy film over his face so he can't breathe and then they like cut open certain parts of it so they can like fucking do shit to him. And so the thumbnail is like only his eye and his mouth opened up and they have like weird calipers and all kinds of weird shit going on and even looking at it pisses me off because i know what happens in that scene and i don't like it it makes me wildly uncomfortable and now it's forever in my youtube feed and i want to fucking throw myself through a window click the little three dots next to the video and then put uh don't recommend videos from this channel and then you'll no longer see those but some of them are cool. It just happens to be the gross, weird ones I don't want to see anymore. It's probably for the best that I just get rid of it. Because I keep on watching a bunch of like weird, like two second, they're not two seconds, like two minute scenes of like movies that are creepy and weird. And it's like, I don't want to do this. It's like 2 a.m. I'm just freaking myself out. Like I got to oh stop. Oh my God. I remember one time I, I was struggling to fall asleep. And then all of a sudden, so you like, watched Percy Jackson. No, it was the scariest thing. You all of a sudden, saw. paranoid brain clicks in, and it's like, okay, I gotta go close my closet door, and I gotta like, oh, I hate oh, what's that? And it's brain. like you could see like creepy things in your room. And I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna watch some fucking YouTube, calm down, because I think like I woke up in the middle of the night, so I start walking, watching some fucking Nakey Jakey, and that nice. dude's good. But it happened to be his Halloween video where he talks about horror and stuff. But the thing is, like, his kind of, like, talking about that was, like, oh, the Super Mario 64 piano no, that jumpscares you and, like, all this. But then he has one part dedicated to just PT. Yeah. And it's just the entire time you can hear, like, the radio fucking, like, her breathing and, like, doing her gross fucking sounds in the yeah. background. Yeah. I immediately fucking turned off that video. Like, I cannot 
PT is still to this day like one of the scariest things I've experienced. So you were telling me about how you can get PT and VR on the PC? It's so bad. I downloaded it and we played it in this room right now. We played PT and VR. I started because no one else wanted to play. And I got to the point where you come around the corner and she's standing at the end of the hall. And she's like seven feet tall. Yeah, she's like, fucking huge. She is gigantic. Standing. And she's like at the standing like hall. on her tiptoes too. Yeah, but she doesn't move at all. She stands perfectly still and the light just like shakes over her. She's okay. shivering. Okay, so really quick. For those of you that don't know what PT is, it is a horror experience that was released for um an a Silent Hill game that was canceled. It showed up on the PlayStation store. With no announcement, no nothing. No one knew it was attached to Silent Hill. It was just it was like, like a made-up game development team. It was yeah. a made-up name. Like it was just PT. People downloaded it, played it. It was scary. They had no idea what it was. But also, it was like amazingly high quality. Like oh, that game, really nice. It looks like it looks like you're looking at a photograph. It's insane. So it's a really nice game. It's a short, weird experience where you just go through the same hallway over and over, but like different, weird, creepy shit happens. It's so fucking scary the sound design is so absolutely good. perfect oh my god like i can still fucking hear it and it's like oh my god don't I don't touch that dial now there's one scary thing about it and it's when you're walking you can hear footsteps that aren't your own like you hear your own footsteps and then you hear other footsteps that like stop after you're done and you can see behind you your own shadow and then her shadow People actually glitched the game. She's literally standing behind you the yes, entire time. I know. It's so fucking scary just yeah. to know that she's following you. Because it's like something that isn't explained. It's you figure it out yourself. You're like, those aren't my footsteps. I can see that shadow. Because she's like, whenever you see her, she's like shaking immensely. With Well, with the exception of that first time you ever see her. No, and like she, even once all like her head will do like a, like, a, like the twitches and shit. Really? Yeah. I thought she stood like perfectly still. In a really gross, creepy way. God. And it's like, every time you play, something different happens. Like, she can show up outside the window where she'll just, like, be standing there looking at you. Yeah, no. There's that a end result? Oh, my God. So, like, when you reach the end of the game, there is, like, uh, like a final puzzle you have to complete. And then once you finish it, it's like, Norman Reedus and all this stuff. And it's going to be <laughs> Silent Hills. Yeah. <laughs> Which that game would have been uh, fantastic. So good, but fuck Konami. Yeah, they suck. Anyway, but during that final puzzle when you're trying to figure shit out, uh, she's just like around. Like she like the ghost's name is Lisa, uh, and she's like this freaky ass ghost that just literally like during this end section does whatever she wants. So you keep looping trying to figure out what the fuck to do. And she can be at the end of the hallway. She could be outside. She can be in the bathroom. Like, she just hangs out everywhere. It's so fucking One scary. One of the scariest things is I've had multiple occurrences trying to figure out how to finish the game. Like, going into the bathroom and you look into the mirror and you can see her in the mirror behind you in the bathtub. And you turn around and she's not there and you're like... Oh my god, like what the fuck? Yeah, but you can see like step out of the bathtub no. towards you. But you know what's fucked up? Huh. Is me and Jake Small got so into this. Like we were like literally we were trying to beat days. it so hard. And we got to the point in the bathroom and we look in the mirror and she's there and we turn around and she's actually in the bathtub. 
like was legitimately standing there and we saw her reflection and it was absolutely terrifying that game it's that shit like they like break little rules that you've made in your brain all like, the time oh you just it's just her reflection she's not really there you see the reflection you turn out she's actually there. there and you're like what the we fuck? literally turned off the playstation and stopped playing that was the moment that broke us and we were like nope we're good there's also like one of my favorite moments is when you're walking and it's like one of the first jump scares of the chandelier falling and then it's like you She's look around there and it's just like the chandelier fell and you're like okay yeah that's like scary like a jump it's a, scare it's actually a window pane like oh a, like a whole frame of a, the window falls out and shatters on the floor but it's like the thing is the game only has like two jump scares in it yeah and it's that and it's a chandelier falls and then there's her fucking murdering you and that's only if you don't solve that puzzle with yeah. enough time but like the scary thing about when the window pane falls is that if you look up, you can see her looking down and smiling at you from the fucking balcony. Yeah. And she's so fucking scary. She's oh, super creepy and looking. she fucking moans all weird and is sobbing all the time. And it's like, she it doesn't sand. sound scary. But when you see it, like, there's even stuff online where people will take a screenshot from the game, just bump up the brightness, and it looks like a fucking photograph. Yeah. It is so fucking scary. Mm. <laughs> oh, it's like it's the perfect like horror experience. It's really cool. And it's never going to be a full fucking game. Nope, because Konami fucked it in the ass. And now it's not even on the PlayStation Store. Like if it was still available to play, I'd still be like best fucking thing ever. And it's like well, if you have a computer, uh you can find a download for it and you can play um it's called Unreal PT. I think the official website took it down, but it's the it internet. It still exists everywhere. Yeah. You can find it on Reddit in two seconds, uh, and it's really cool. So you can download that, and it's pretty much the exact same game. has the potential to be played in VR. But you can play it on your VR, PC. VR, which makes VR. it so awful. We strapped Sage into it because after I saw her in the hallway, I like walked forward, like pat, like, and then like the lights turn off, and I was just like, like white knuckle like just like walked through the hallway and got to the end and i was like okay someone else's turn and took it off and then we all pressured sage because he's the funniest yeah when he's scared and the best thing ever is he like put it on he's like oh my god this is so scary like it's terrifying in view it's one of those things where you're like watching on the tv and you're like oh yeah scary whatever and then you put on the headset and you want to fucking because it's like having the sound right in your ears. Oh my! Like hearing like God. the creak of the fucking chandelier just swaying. It was fucked up. God. Super scary. I like scary stuff. If you though. have, if you know someone with a PlayStation Four with PT on it, play um, it. play it. If you have a computer, get Unreal PT. And you have, you haven't seen anything about it. I mean, obviously we just spoiled a whole lot of shit for it, but experience it. It's pretty cool. Hey, Jonah, when you're editing this, put in some of the scary sounds in the background for, like, some of the parts. Mm, that'd be a good idea. Fucking freak the... Hey, if you're high, look behind you. <laughs> I said look behind you. Don't touch it's that down. Hill. <laughs> He's behind you. We're just getting started. That game is fucking terrifying. 204863... Still imprinted in my fucking brain. Oh, it's so good. Ah, what time are we at? 
I don't even know. I you have to minus like 20 fucking minutes off of it. 52. 52, so we're at the 30 minute mark? Yeah. Are you ready for a commercial or what? Uh, let's let's wait a little bit. Just a little longer? Well, now we have to do a commercial. You didn't hit spacebar. I did hit spacebar. What the fuck? <laughs> stop. <laughs> Computer, stop. Did collect wood, collect wood, collect wood. <laughs> God, I fucking love Daniel from SL. And now for our commercial break. Do you have rocks? I want them. Send me rocks. I give you money. Oh, wow. How many rocks I send you for $5? I want all rocks, and I give you $5. $5. So it's like... Wait. So it's like if I give you all the rocks I have? No, I send you different amount of money for different rocks. I want rocks. Um, okay, but is there like any kind of like system to this, or should I just be like, no, man, be rocks, and I send you money. Like, what? How much money? How do I know you're gonna pay me money after I send you rocks? Do you really want your rocks that bad? I mean, I guess not, but it's like, <laughs> send me rock, pebble, boulder, <laughs> big boulder. rock, big rock. I give you money. What do you call the service? Give me rock. <laughs> I give you money. GG Webworth. <laughs> um, what's your phone number? Do you have like an address? Like, how do we contact? I nearly you? gave my real phone number. <laughs> <laughs> it is my hundred. Gib rock. Gib rock. Yeah. Man, that actually looks perfect. Okay, I believe that. One eight hundred Gib rock. Um, it's like Kid Rock. What's Kid Rock? <laughs> he's a guy. That's a human being. Is he still a kid? or <laughs> Fuck no. He's like a 50-year-old. Huh. Yeah. I'll show you. Let me show you an image of Kid Rock. Is that is that's his legal fucking name? name. I don't know. I think it's just a Hi, My name's Kid Joseph Rock. <laughs> if his name is actually Kid Rock, I'm going to lose my shit. But he's the fucking worst. But send me rocks. This is what Kid Rocks looks like. <laughs> <laughs> That's what fucking Kid Rock looks like. <laughs> Everyone, do yourself a favor and Google fucking Kid Rock. Okay, it does not look like what you think. Oh, no, not at all. Are you ready for his, uh, his full name? Yes. His name is Robert James Ritchie. And goes by Kid Rock. Like, do you think even, like, his family, like, his mom's like, Kid, your food's ready. Robert, your noodles are getting cold. No, Mom, it's Kid Rock. My name is Kid Rock. God, what Where the? Where was he born, you think? Pennsylvania. I don't know, he's a Republican. I doubt he's born in Pennsylvania. He was born in Michigan. Romeo, Michigan. And he's 49, not quite 50. When was he even, like, a thing? 1988 to right now. He's still doing stuff. But what made him famous? Like, Is there anything, like, I would recognize? He did rock, hip-hop, country, rap rock, and some new metal. Wow, that's impressive. Hmm. Uh, also, he was married to Pamela Anderson for not even quite a year. 
Huh. Uh, grit sandwiches for breakfast. Subsequent independent releases. Devil without a cause. Jonah, what's your opinion on Kiss? They have one or two good albums. Otherwise, they're not very good. Yeah, I like their design and what they do, but I'm not really a fan of their music, if I'm no. honest. Uh, Detroit Rock City is a dope song. They have like some good songs. I like their like seventies like funkier kind of stuff. Yeah, it's some good shit. I don't know what did make Kid Rock big. What uh, what what really hit there? What's like? Can I? What's the opposite of rock? Tree. (laughs) No, (laughs) I'd be like water. I'm adult adult water. water. We're a Kid Rock cover band named <laughs> Adult Water. You'll catch our album coming out called Adult Water. Okay, so this is his most popular song. Wait, there's a commercial. No. Whoa, wait, you can't play it? Okay, you're just going to have to cut this out, dude. We can't have Kid Rock suing our ass. Kid Rock's going to sue us. Oh, and that's oh, all we can play. Okay. That. Can we talk about? Oh my god, watching the. Sorry, we're going fucking all over the place this episode. I guess we go everywhere all the fucking time. But watching the prequels and when fucking Darth Maul activates his second lightsaber, you're like, the fuck? Because yeah. it's like the first time you see that shit, and you're like, who would have fucking thunk that? Who thunk it? Like who General Grievous with like four lightsabers. He should have been so much cooler. Oh my god! Oh, Honestly, the prequels off. had so much cool potential, and they just didn't do anything with it. I mean, they're better than the new trilogy. Fuck the new trilogy. New trilogy. Okay, hold on. I can fucking rant about this shit. For, wait, wait. I have the rant for miles. I have. I have the rant. It's clear and concise. It's that this new trilogy added nothing and just wants your money. Yes, that's it. One thing I really like. Okay, so you can shit on the prequels for having bad acting, bad effects, and like bad script writing. But the thing that I really liked is it showed a different era. Like, oh, the Jedi ruling everything, like dystop or I guess utopian cities, all this stuff, like diff- like the droids and shit, clones, all this cool stuff. It built up to something and then it led into the the original trilogy. Yep. With then like it showed a different era of oh now the Empire's in order and it's like Darth Vader and all this other stuff. And then I feel like with the sequel trilogy, it, it just did the ex- Exact same thing of, oh, Empire and Rebellion. Why is the Empire so obsessed with blowing up planets? Who yeah. the fuck cares? I think that's so fucking funny. And the <laughs> It's just planet destruction. Because, like, what... I can understand it in, like, the original trilogy. Because it's like, oh, Death Star. Like, that was the first time I was ever fucking brought up. You're like, that's fucking cool. A giant fucking planet-sized weapon. And then they're like, oh, they're trying to reconstruct it. And you're like, okay. And then they fucking blow it up again. And then they didn't bring it back. A, a fucking third time. Can you imagine if they brought back the Death Star a third time? Uh. And then my favorite thing about the fucking sequel trilogy is that it's like, duh, a planet that destroys other planets. And then they're like, I don't mind getting rid of that. And then in the second one, they're like, uh, uh, we're going to catch you rebels. Planet destroying weapon. And then in the other one, they're like, Oh, guys, we're not doing planet-destroying weapons. It's Star Destroyers with planet-destroying weapons. weapons. And it's like, that's so 
fucking dumb. Like, it doesn't do anything new and cool. Cause you, no. Can you imagine if it was a new era of, like, new Jedi and, like, Luke had trained them and it was, like, the Empire completely gone and it's a new enemy or, like, they do something cool where it's, like, oh, the Jedi didn't do this. Like, obviously, there's still, like, the dark side. But they could have gone, like, a different and new direction. That would have been cool. There's so many talented writers working on shit like that. But they're, like, no, Empire was destroyed but now it's the new order, which is the same thing as the Empire. And the rebellions are still rebelling. Like, don't you think after they destroyed the Empire in the original trilogy that they would be like, oh, Luke, or like Han and Luke and Leia go do their own things instead of being like, oh, yeah, Han and Leia are still doing rebel stuff. Like, don't you give them a fucking break. Well, Han was smuggling. Yeah, but it's like. It's like the characters were still doing the thing they were doing like 30 years ago. Yeah. And it's like, don't you think they should be doing different things? Yeah, it's weird. I don't know. Like, my biggest, yeah, my biggest gripe with the whole thing is they just don't do anything original on purpose. Like, they want you to be thinking about. Oh, dude. Okay, dude. I also fucking hate Dio. The little fucking wheel robot with the triangle head that they literally just shoehorned in for merch. I think it's so dumb because it's like, yeah, you had the potential for like a cool robot. But one of my fucking um, one of my favorite robots right now is the fucking I loved the one in Rogue One. It was like C-3PO, but actually useful. Yeah, he's bigger. Also, right now in uh, fucking Jedi Fallen Order, you have a little fucking BD-1. And it's like, he has story relevance, he helps you out, and he's adorable. And it's like, he does shit where it's like, oh, I'm gonna fucking force grab this robot to me, have him hack it, and then he's gonna fucking eject a stim out his ass so I can heal myself. And it's like, he's also fucking cute and does little dances and stuff, and it's like, it's cool, you can make merch of this guy, and I'd buy it, because the thing is, he wasn't shoehorned in just for merch, I have a relation built with him now. I get you. I feel like you could have done so much with, like... Because Kylo Ren as a character, I don't think is a bad character. Yeah, Adam but Driver fucking carried that series. The Knights of Ren? Build on that. They were so cool. Like, why weren't the Knights of Ren going In around... In the whole trilogy. Well, why wasn't... Like, so first off, the, the First Order doesn't need to exist. Yeah. Just have it be Kylo Ren and a bunch of Sith. Like, this is the first time in the galaxy where the balance is off... Because there's a fuck ton of Sith running around destroying everything. kicking ass. Fucking killing people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kylo Ren and all his knights, and they're just fucking destroying everything. And so then there's that reason why it's like, oh, we need that spark of hope. Like, we need a Jedi to balance it out. Like, that makes sense. And then Luke's like, no, I fucked this up. Like, I'm the one who made all these fucking Sith because I was trying to make them good. And then they fucked it up. And now I feel like a jackass. It just makes just as much sense, but feels way more original because who the fuck wants to destroy planets? It doesn't make any sense. Planet destroying weapons. We need to get less planets in the galaxy because each planet is one big biome for one some thing reason. That I wish that they built up to and did well, that like you could see them like maybe starting to do is um I hate how it's like, oh, Kylo Ren joining the light side. Because the thing is it's supposed to be balanced. And I think it would be cool if they did the reverse. Kylo Ren's actually the good guy and Ray's the bad guy. Like, I thought that, I think that would be, like, way cooler. And if they found, like, a neat way to do it that wasn't, like, dumb. I also hated the fact that they had to kiss. Yeah. 
Which is like, yeah, whatever. Fine. And the fucking... Okay, this is kind of fucking spoiler shit, but also who fucking gives a shit the movie's bad? The part where it's like, oh, Kylo Ren dies, Rey heals him, and then Rey dies, and then Kylo Ren wakes up, and then heals her, and then he dies, and then she wakes up, and it's like... <laughs> the fucking fuck? stop. Uh, Jonah, did you watch all The Mandalorian? No. Oh, my God. There is this one episode that is so cool. I think it's episode, like, six... And it's the whole thing. He's a fucking Mandalorian. He's doing bounty work. Is that he has to break on to this fucking, uh, what's the, after the Empire's gone? Is it the Republic? The Empire's gone? Yeah. yeah I guess. Like the, what the, what did the rebels become when they were like, after the Empire was wiped out? I don't remember. Because, uh, wait. When does Mandalorian take place? It's after the after, Empire. Yeah, is it's wiped after out. episode six. Yeah. So, um,. They break onto like this Republic prison ship, and it's really cool because it has the lady that played uh, the wildly landing lady in Game of Thrones, mm. that like Osha Asha. Mm. Only knows that once it's something yeah. in the book too. Um, and then fucking Clancy Brown, the voice actor for Mister Krabs, <laughs> and then like a few other people. But it's like it's cool because the whole thing is that they go onto the ship and then they try to leave him for dead. But then he breaks out and it becomes a horror movie where it's them trying to escape. But the Mandalorians picking them off one by one. And like there's this one scene where like the dude's like walking. And like since there's like emergency sirens blinking in the background, you can see like the Mandalorian appear. And when it fades out, like and the light comes back on, like the light's like coming in like intervals of like half a second. It's like it'll fade on. You'll see him. And then when it comes back on, he's gone. And then he'll just be like coming in closer until he's. Like, completely disappears. Oh, and the guy turns around. He's not there. But when the camera pans around, the Mandalorian's behind him. And it's like, it's like watching Alien, but the good guy's the alien. And it's That's so awesome. fucking cool. That's awesome. Yeah, Mandalorian, I watched that, um, watched that stupid episode where he teaches all the people how to defend themselves. And then the ATST falls in the pit. Although that was pretty cool. There's a Lego set with the ATST. Oh, that's cool. I want to get a set of his ship. Because I just got a Slave 1 Lego set, and now I want his ship as a Lego set, because I want all the Lego sets. And yeah, also, a Baby Yoda minifigure would sell so fast. So fucking, hey, Lego Star Wars, hop on that shit. Oh, you know they're about to merchandise the shit out of this. I yeah. wonder how Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga is going to do now that the new fucking trilogy is fucking garbage. I'm still probably going to play... Probably get it and play through them all. Uh, someone was pointing out to me that I get it's open world, which is weird in the sense of Francisco, my coworker, was telling me this, and I was like, "You're full of shit." But it's like you can go anywhere in the galaxy and start any episode. It doesn't matter like what you do, like not anywhere in the galaxy. Like I don't think it's like it's it, like the set plans where things happen. Yes, and then you can go to those, and then you can start the different episodes. So you can kind of just like fly around and blow shit up yeah. or do episode one through nine. But I wonder how they feel now that seven, eight, and nine are fucking garbage. I don't like how there's voice acting in the new Lego Star Wars games. Yeah. Isn't there an option to turn that off, though? I don't know. I hope so. I want to be able to turn that off. Because I want it to be classic when they would just be like, like with like the fucking mm. physical comedy. Yeah. It was uh, way better. That shit was fucking funny. Like, those games are my childhood. Um. One thing, okay, that's my other complaint for the new series. <laughs> uh, one thing I like about uh, the fucking prequels is that it was, like, a bunch of different settings. You know, there's, like, 
the desert planet Tatooine. Yeah. Of like, oh, pod racing. And then it goes, it's like, oh, cool big city where it shows like the fucking utopia that the Jedi have built. And of course not. I don't fucking remember the stuff. And there's like, oh, magma planet. Whoa. Uh, Mustafar. Yeah. God damn, you're fucking good at this shit. I'm bad. <laughs> I haven't seen... I don't remember anything about, like, the original Star Wars. I need to fucking rewatch that like, shit. Like, 4, 5, 6? Yeah. I have not Luke seen Skywalker, it Luke like, big baby. He does not like being on rock. He wants to go hang out with... Spaceman and Bub, Bar. Bubba. Ben. Mm, Kenobi. No. What, who's, what's his friend's name? Bubba, Bubba. I don't yeah, fucking know. He has a friend whose name is mentioned like one time. But like the cool thing about then like even the original ones is like, oh yeah, Desert Planet Tatooine. And then next year it was like, oh, Snow Planet, Hoth. And like, oh, well, it's a fucking another. Endor. Yeah. Endor. Fucking like, oh, big, uh, big ass jungle. Yeah. And then in the fucking sequel Cloud ones, City? it's like, yeah, Cloud City is so fucking cool. There's a Lego set of Cloud City. And it's so fucking awesome. It comes with a tiny slave one. That's awesome. And it's like, you could set up like the dinner scene. It's like, Darth has made a deal to keep the Empire out of here forever. And then fucking, Darth Vader. God. And then fucking, Jingle Fett, Boba Fett. So fucking cool. They are pretty cool. Love that shit. Um, anyways, this fucking sequel series is like, oh, desert planet. Oh, another desert planet. Oh, one more desert planet. And it's like... These are all different desert planets. And it's like, I don't fucking give a shit about desert planets. At least in the fucking Last Jedi, which I'd say, like... I didn't really like Last Jedi. It looked cool. But that planet with, like, the weird, like, salt, whatever, with, like, the red and stuff, that was at least a cool new planet. And every fucking J.J. Abrams movie was just a fucking desert planet. Except for, I guess, that ocean planet. That was pretty cool. But then they go back to a fucking desert planet. And then they fucking, they fucking like, oh my god, Chewbacca's dead. And then they don't even fucking kill him. They're like, oh no, we got to wipe C-3PO's memory. And they don't even fucking do it. And it's like, duh. I wish it would have been so much better if Ray had killed Chewbacca. In yeah. That Instead of like immediately, like not even like a minute later showing him still alive. They're like, oh, Chewie. That would have had real impact. Would have made me really question Ray's motives. Yeah. Do what also fucking pisses me off. Just like Django Fett, Boba Fett. Big build-up, really cool characters. Captain Plasma? Phasma. Phasma. Fucking kill him off in, like, half a scene. Yep. And it's like, these characters are so cool, and you just didn't do anything with them. Like, Captain mm-hmm. Phasma, especially, because, like, you set it up, and it's like, oh, this is Finn's worst enemy. And then he fucking kills her in the first time he ever fights her. And then she comes back. No, because the thing is, is that the original thing, they fucking like knock her unconscious and then tie her up and then make her do some like make her like turn off the shields or something oh you're right and it's like how the fuck did this like esteemed military general get flanked by this random fucking dude and it's like i feel like there's the one guy that was like the second in command to kylo ren oh right and it's like in the first movie he actually like had a position of power and then in the second movie they're like oh you're just gonna be like the little bitch boy that everyone like doesn't give a shit about and it's like you could have been like uh, a cooler villain but that's like they destroyed everything and it's like it's fucking dumb fuck you star wars i liked honestly 
prequels aren't that bad. Comparatively? Yeah. No, they're At great. least they fucking went somewhere. It's cool to see how, like, Palpatine and fucking Anakin develop and how stupid fucking Natalie Portman doesn't get any older. Also, yeah, and then she's, like, having sex with who once was a fucking eight-year-old, and all of a sudden I'm just supposed to believe is, like, I don't know. Yeah, the whole yeah, thing's sketchy. Like, Duh, she's babies. Like fucking thirty when it's like yeah, which and is yeah, fine, she's I hot, guess. but like <laughs> it's just weird. I don't know. I've seeing young Anakin as a tiny, sad, weird, gross boy. Uh, I don't know what Natalie Portman sees in him, dude. Also, we're talking about how like fucking Liam Neeson and like like uh fucking uh what's the oh god Samuel L. Jackson. Are like canon in Star Wars. That's so fucking weird to me. Yep. Liam Neeson's character is amazing. And I feel like they did not do enough with Qui-Gon Jinn. Yeah. He just got fucking stabbed in the tummy. Which I mean is like. I like that because it kind of helps with Obi-Wan. Yeah. It makes Obi-Wan Kenobi a really strong character. Like if there's one character to really take away from the yeah, prequels. Yeah and Ian McGregor fucking kicked killed, ass at that killed role. Killed it. Fucking killed it. Especially with like. Because they did. They had to make the characters go off of what you see in the original series. And Ewan McGregor was, like, perfect for the guy that played Ben Kenobi. Mm-hmm. That's, like, that's some good shit. They did some really good shit. Also, like, one thing that I didn't really, like, think was, like, I didn't really think anything of it at the time was, like, Order 66. Like, you think about it, and you're like, oh, yeah, all the Jedi dead. But, like, in the fucking Fallen Order... I do care about any... This is, like, minor spoiler. I mean, I know that Order 66 happens. Yeah, there's a part where you play through, yeah. and it's like, you're there when Order 66 happens, you're and it's you trying to fucking escape. Mm-hmm. And it's really cool. But it's like, it makes you realize, because, like, literally, it's you walking to the training center, and, like, you're talking to the clones, and they're like, you're like, oh, yeah, Master wants me to the thing. And then the clone's like, yeah, you're going to kick ass, and you fucking high-five them. And there's one where it's like, oh, yeah, you do great, and you do fucking knuckles. And then next thing you know, they're trying to fucking murder you. And it's like, it really puts, like, a different perspective on what the fuck's going on because it's like a fucking kill switch is activated, and it's like they're all, like, sleeper agent kind of things. And it's like, it's so much cooler than, like, I originally thought now that I've seen, like, oh, it wasn't like they're always, like, murder machines, and now... They're just murdering different people. It's like, no, they're actually like friends of the Jedi, like genuinely cared about them, but then just forced to murder them. And it's so cool to me now. That shit's cool. It's pretty wild. Um, for Star Wars, they just released the final season of Star Wars The Clone Wars. Yeah. Season seven, and it leads directly into episode three. Fuck yes. So it like literally bridges from episode two directly to episode three. And a bunch of weird shit happens. Like that whole series covers Darth Maul coming back. Yeah, with like spider legs and then robo legs. And then Star Wars Rebels, which I guess is just fucking not good, um, is where you watch Darth Maul die again. Hmm. Obi-Wan Kenobi kills him. Again. Again. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. But as an old man, kicks his ass. I kind ass. of want to watch Clone Wars. I also kind of watch. We and uh, Haley watched because it's like told out of order. Yeah. It's weird. So we watched it's the like two. The Witcher. 
Yeah. We well, I haven't seen The Witcher the yet. The Witcher's told out of order. I know it. Is. Well, it's told on separate timelines. Yeah, it's and it's different. fucking wacky. Yes, I because I didn't realize that. that until like episode five. And that's the point. You have no <laughs> yeah. idea what the fuck's going on. Uh, we're like, then... wait, didn't that character die? Where? And then there's like, there's this one character that doesn't age, and he's like the comedic relief, but like good comedic relief. He's real good. He's the bard, Jaskier. Um, Dandelion. Fucking know. Is his name Dandelion? No, it's Jaskier. Oh, I don't know who that is. But it's funny because he doesn't age at all. Yeah, he's a, he's a good dude. That's funny. He's fucking dumb. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to watch The Witcher. But um, Clone Wars starts with like two regular episodes and then immediately flies into the movie. They had a Clone Wars movie. So you go from watching like two 30 minute, like, no, like 22 minute episodes into watching like an hour and a half long movie. And then you have the rest of the series to watch. And it's really weird. And it's like such an interesting time. Cause like, I gotta fucking rewatch the movies, but like, why are the the separatists going separate? The separatists literally exist because of Emperor Palpatine. Yeah, but is like funding them to be separate from the Republic to start a conflict. They don't believe in the Republic, like they don't want to be a part of it, and so the Republic has a problem with that. It's like um, when the South tried to secede from the North, and we're like, yeah, but if the no, South had like the a United shitload States. of cool robots, yeah, exactly, and the South was like, hey, we made a bunch of robots. Um, which are also really cool. I fucking love the robot designs. Like that's <laughs> one other thing about the Mandalorian that I really like is when you see super battle droids, they look like, especially like in the prequels and like in the games and stuff, they're like fucking running around like, they're like yeah, weird ass, like run animation <laughs> and they look real dumb. They're like jumping around. like. <laughs> but like in the Mandalorian, they make them really fucking intimidating because it like shows them like fucking turn around, just like fucking blasting people. And they're like, doing like real they make them look really cool and it's like man they looked really dumb but now they're really cool and also droidicas coolest fucking thing of like my life yep fucking love droidicas they're super cool the uh i don't remember what i was gonna say we should probably stop the podcast i don't know how long it's been going i could just fade into quietness like right now i want to look What are we at? We're at about an hour. And? Well, hour 20 minutes, but I might have stopped the 20. So oh. we're at about an hour. So you're saying that the volume's like slowly fading away right now? I mean, it could be. It's kind of like if you were watching Star Wars and then someone was turning down the volume on the TV. Oh, so it's like the little like green bar. Like I'm imagining like you're watching like one of those old TVs. Yeah, like the little like the green bars, bars like are going down. And then everyone's like, cool. Also, yeah. how the fuck do I tell the difference between Django Fett and Boba Fett? I get it mixed up all the time, and I'm like, oh yeah, Boba Fett. And like, oh, you mean Django Fett? Which one's prequels? Django. And then Boba Fett sequels. I mean, main trilogy. Ones? Yeah. So Boba Fett is in the prequels as a child. Yes. But he is the one in the original one. He's the he's the clone. The green one. Yeah, he's not a clone, though. So then he's Django actual... Fett is blue. Well, silver and blue, yes. Yes. And he's the one In Star Wars Bounty Hunter, game. yes, you play as Django Fett. Okay. Yes. Mandalorians are so fucking cool. They're not Mandalorians, though. No, they are. 
Jango and Boba Fett wear Mandalorian armor, but they're not Mandalorians. No, they are. I did research. They take their helmets off. Maybe Boba Fett is, but Jango Fett takes his helmet off. He's not a Mandalorian. Hey, Google. Is Jango Fett a Mandalorian? According to Wikipedia, fandom, Jango Fett was a renowned Mandalorian bounty hunter, assassin, mercenary, and the father of Boba Fett, a genetic clone of his, whom he raised as a son. He wears Mandalorian Fett was adopted by Mandalorian warriors following the murder of his parents and the disappearance of his older sister. He so he's a Mandalorian. Takes Mandalorian off his helmet. Which the Mandal if you watch the Mandalorian, they don't do that. Is Boba Fett a Mandalorian? According to Star Wars databank, with his customized Mandalorian armor, deadly weaponry, and silent demeanor, Boba Fett was one of the most feared bounty hunters in the galaxy. That doesn't answer my question. <laughs> Fuck this.